Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Hey, guess what? What is it already? It's Monday morning. Oh, boy. Monday morning. Yuck. I'm not a Monday guy. But hey. Hey, you got to start somewhere, right? Might as well be today, right? Might as well. Yeah, let me put on the radio. I love these guys. Oh, my God. It's my favorite show. It's my favorite show ever. Well, let's hear it. Okay. than coffee. It's your daily jolt of Jimmy on 600 KCOL. All right, how about Tom Brady, my friends? Welcome to the program. Nice to have you here. There is no question about it. Uh, If you doubt it, uh, you're foolish. Uh, Tom Brady got to be the greatest uh, football player of all times. And uh, it was uh, was a good game, fun game to watch last night. Uh, The announcers, by about the third quarter, you notice Tony Romo and uh, What's-His-Face, they were bored. Uh, What they were talking about, it seemed as if they were like, well, we're just kind of checked out here. We're going to get our paycheck and go home. Anyway, nice to have you here on the program. If you missed the game last night, uh, well, sorry about that. We'll give you a little bit of update on it. And uh, again, last night, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers stomped, and they did stomp them, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know if anybody bet on it being that lopsided, but it absolutely positively was. It was well, Tom indeed. Brady has fought off Patrick Mahomes and is going to get his seventh Super Bowl victory. Tom Brady has been voted MVP of the Super Bowl for a record fifth time. Won his first Super Bowl at 24. He's won his seventh at 43. Tampa Bay Buccaneers beating the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9. The Buccaneers get the victory in the Super Bowl 55 championship in a Lombardi trophy. All right, I hope you watched it. If you didn't, uh, it, was, it was entertaining. Once you got to the game, boy, if you before you got to the game, I almost had to switch it off a couple of times. I just couldn't handle uh, the pontificating, the sermonizing, all the things that they had to get in, uh, political correct, social justice, and you were just kind of disgusted by that moment. Uh, at least I was. That was just me. I was like, really? Could we just play football? Give me some profiles on some players. Tell me, uh, tell me about their life and how, how they've overcome to get to the NFL. But no, it was all about social justice. It was all about uh, racism and uh, things like that. And uh, you know, you can pay homage to those, I guess. But uh, anyway, it was the, the the pregame was rather disappointing. I didn't watch it usually on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, as soon as I wake up, I turn on the television, wait for the pregame to begin, which is usually six or seven hours. Uh, yesterday, I just tuned in the final hour or so before the football game. And I was uh, very much not impressed with the Super Bowl pregame show. 
But it was a fun game to watch Tom Brady and uh, watch Patrick Mahomes. That's his name. Watch Patrick, watch Patrick Mahomes. Uh, watch the old guy school the young guy. Anybody want to guess for me? And I, I asked this some, uh, a question of someone last night. I said, anybody want to guess with me what Bill Belichick was thinking at the New England Patriots? Had to be saying, wow. What did I do? Why did I let this one get away? Uh, Tom Brady wins number seven. I was proud of Tom Brady, and he's really a classy guy. I watched some interviews with him early in the week uh, talking about, the, the, even in the post game, they asked him, to, is this the best one of, of all the seven? Is this the best one? He goes, I'm not going to rate them. He said, they're all good. Uh, I'm not gonna, basically not going to throw anybody under the bus, not going to say that one victory was better than another. They're all good, and uh, he was classy guy, has refused to uh, slam Belichick for getting rid of him, and here Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay. So congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, usually... Uh, there's two things that happen the week after, the day after the Super Bowl. <clears throat> two things usually happen. Number one, I take a day off, which I did not take a day off because I had an extended, uh, unexpected vacation at the beginning of the year. So I did not take today off. I usually do. Uh, but when I don't take today off, we come back, we're talking about Super Bowl ads. And I have to say, at least from my perspective, the Super Bowl commercials were non-eventful. They were non-exciting. They were not all that thrilling. What did you think of the Super Bowl commercials? Uh, even the companies that paid to get on the Super Bowl commercials and, and spent the money, uh, some of them new companies, some of them had not advertised. There were holes left open by, uh, for instance, Budweiser and the Clydesdale. They didn't take their spots, so someone else took it. Uh, I thought they were rather boring. There was there were a couple of commercials that stood out. Uh, maybe you can help me. And, and again, I might have slipped my slipped away or not been sitting in front of the television glued to it because once I figured out the commercials were not going to be more memorable, I didn't pay as close of attention, but I have to say I was uh, rather extremely disappointed in the Super Bowl commercials. Usually on this day, the day after the Super Bowl, I'm either taking the day off or I I think the last few years I've taken the day off after the Super Bowl, but th this year here I am behind the microphone, and usually I'd be talking about Super Bowl commercials, but they were non-memorable. And you have to ask yourself, or at least I have to ask myself, if I'm going to spend as much money as these companies spent on Super Bowl commercials, why not make something really, really special? Did you see any really, really special Super Bowl commercials last night? I didn't. I, I thought they were lame. There was a, there were a couple that stood out to me. I'll get to those here in just a moment. Uh, but not necessarily stood out to me the correct way. I just didn't see the, um, see the impact. And again, usually, uh, Super Bowl comes. It doesn't matter what's happening in the game. The commercials come on. Everybody at the Super Bowl party is going, shh, quiet. It's Super Bowl commercial time. You got to pay attention to the commercials. Uh, but there's not, I don't think there's a commercial that will be talked about at the water cooler today. Do you think so? No, I don't think so. Yeah, Delilah agrees with me. There's just not that great a commercial. Uh, you can also talk about the halftime show of, of last night. Uh, the Weekend is the name of the artist that was there. And I do like some of the songs of The Weekend. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. What a great line that is. I feel that way about so many of you as listeners. And then, I mean, just a lot of great songs. But it was weird. I, the choreography... The people dancing on the field with white mask on, I thought that was rather strange. 
Uh, and then about halfway through that performance, as I'm thinking how straight, why do they have masks on? Then I'm like, oh, they have to have masks on to keep Dr. Fauci happy. So that was weird. The, the Super Bowl halftime show, uh, it was just kind of strange. And is it just me? Is it, but is it every time the Super Bowl halftime show goes to what we would call more modern rock or modern music, it just is a flop. Even if you like the artist, it just doesn't go as well. I, Maybe because no one knows. I knew some of the songs. No one knows all the songs. But the choreography and the dancing of his uh, backup dancers was rather weird parading across the... Now, Bam Bam told me before the show that that was because the white mask was uh, about his latest album. And I can't feel my face. Yeah, Delilah said the mask is. It's like a plastic surgery mask. I can't feel my face without you. And they put that on there. For, I, I don't know. I thought the halftime show was rather weird. Even though the music was good, please, I'll play it on my iHeartRadio app and to listen to the tunes and not have to watch the guy and all the antics going on on the stage. So a lot of thoughts on the Super Bowl last night. If you want to jump in on any of those, feel free to do so. 866-888-5449. 866-888-5449. Again, one commercial that stood out, I'll go through a couple of them. There is one that I, my son had some friends over last night of his, and we were watching one commercial that happened, and I turned to the teenagers and I said, hey guys, I will never buy that product because of this commercial. Have you ever had that, that uh, has a commercial ever had that effect on you? You know what are the, I'll give you a backup, some backstory. I refuse at the Lakey Cottage, no offense intended to anybody who does, I always despise those Energizer bunny commercials. I didn't like them. I, I thought they were awful, uh, where the bunny just goes on and on. And so since that time, in my life and in my house, I made a purposeful decision to not buy Energizer batteries. I just don't buy them. If, I, if at all possible, I buy the copper top batteries for the remote controls, for my son's video games, whatever it is. I try to buy copper top batteries because the Energizer bunny so ticked me off and so annoyed me every time I was watching television. I said, I cannot support said product and I, I just don't do it. I. No, no offense. I'm, I'm not telling you what to do, but that's just my, that was my reaction to the Energizer Bunny audio, or excuse me, uh, the commercial, the video commercial. I just couldn't stand it. Last night, there was a commercial that played that I doubt I'd ever buy it anyway, but I will make sure I don't buy it now. And you want to know what it is? It was, I think it was called Oatly. It was some milk commercial, Oatly Milk. And it was some guy, and it was about the second quarter of the game, sitting in a field playing a piano, very off-key. Ray, maybe we can find that video. It is awful. And I, I turned to the, my, my son's friends, and I said, hey, they're all my sons. I turned to my sons, and I said, hey, listen, um, never going to buy that. Not that I would ever plan to buy it, but I'm not going to buy it. I don't even know what the, it was Oatly, O-A-T-L-Y. And it was a milk, some kind of a milk, uh, not soy, but oat milk. I, I don't know what it was, but I, I didn't like it at all. And, um, oh, Ray, you've got the audio? Ray, can we play this audio? This was the bad commercial last night. And this this twerked me uh, as much as the as much as the Energizer Bunny. And I don't know what product it was, but they wasted their money because rather than attracting customers, 
Uh, no, I, I, I'm not going to buy it. Here it is, the audio for what I thought was the worst commercial last night on the Super Bowl. Go ahead. It's like milk made for humans. It's like milk made for humans. Wow. That's awful. Yeah, it's pretty pretty pathetic. I, I guess that's the whole thing. But anyway, that was it. Uh, the Oatly commercial last night. I, I refused to buy that. Now, there was another commercial that I actually liked, and I didn't realize this. Maybe you did. And it was the third or fourth quarter and that, that played, and it was about a chapel in the middle of America. And a geographically, the middle of America, somewhere in Kansas, I believe Lebanon, Kansas, or somewhere, there's a small chapel that's never closed 24-7, 365, and you can walk in and say your prayers. There's a, a you know, there's a cross on the wall, and they showed this guy, and I couldn't figure out who the who the guy was, or if it was some actor or whatever. But he was there. They're talking about America's got to meet in the middle. It's enough of this red, enough of this blue. We have to come together. It's a unity, uh, and I, it was a long form commercial. It took about two minutes. And did you watch that one? I I liked that commercial. I liked the message of it. I liked the feel of it. I liked the voice on it. I everything about it. Matter of fact, I made a mental note to myself that I need to go and see uh, this little chapel. I'm sure it's just nothing, but it's it was they filmed it in early January. I read later they filmed it in early or mid January. They filmed it there in Kansas on location, and it was a nice little chapel. It looked like the size of a shed, like a <clears throat> a shed you put your lawnmower in. But it's a chapel, and it technically is geographically centered in the United States of America, and it's all about how hard it is to get to the middle. So I thought it was a nice message. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Since I thought it was a message of unity, uh, trying to bridge the divide that happens in America, especially going to happen this week with impeachment hearings uh, going on and impeachment trials. Uh, Joe Biden's not doing anything else to unite America. He's dividing America left and right. Uh, very With every edict and every action he takes, he, he's dividing America. Uh, last night, I thought the pregame show was divisive. It just it was offensive. Is uh, here's our opinion. I thought there was a lot of opinion here. So I thought this message, and it was sponsored by Jeep. It uh, very end of the two minutes, you found out it was a Jeep commercial. Well, evidently, a lot of folks didn't like it. I liked it, and the reason a lot of folks didn't like it is because the cat that was in the the, the commercial or the video, I didn't know that's who it was. It was Bruce Springsteen. Did you know that, Delilah? That was Bruce Spring. You know the commercial. That was Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen is an anti-Trumper. And a lot of people didn't like it and said, if you're going to use somebody to try to bring America together left and right, why would you have a guy like Bruce Springsteen on the camera? To tra- He's not the messenger. And so evidently, a lot of people uh, poo-pooed 
the message that Bruce Springsteen. I'd say I, my problem is I did not know that was Bruce Springsteen. I did not recognize him as Bruce Springsteen. I wondered who he was. I thought it was a very. I thought maybe they just hired a random truck driver uh, down to the local Waffle House and said, "Hey, can you come out here and smile for the camera and act like you're praying?" I, I, I thought it was just an average Joe, but it was Bruce Springsteen, and that was his voice, and it was sponsored by Jeep, and it was all about a message of unity. And a lot of people say, "Doggone it, I I don't like Bruce Springsteen, therefore I cannot be supportive." In next segment of the show. I think we might have the audio of this, and I'll play it. It's it's a, it's a minute and a half commercial, but it's I, I didn't know this until last night. Bruce Springsteen was the voice of it and the actor portrayed in it. And until I knew that, I thought it was a great commercial. I thought it was probably one of the best of the night. The Jeep commercial, I think it was the third quarter, fourth quarter. I kind of lost track as the game got away from the Kansas City Chiefs. I started working on my show prep and uh, finalizing some things there. But uh, give me your thoughts on the game last night. Uh, the entire thing from the pregame, which I thought was rather nauseating, uh, to the actual game, which I thought was good. I thought the announcers got bored in about the third or fourth period. And then you had the Super Bowl, which, again, I, I don't mind the guy's music. Uh, the music was not offensive, but the halftime performance was rather strange. Uh, people in the choir loft uh, doing I, – I, I couldn't figure out if they were trying to do sign language or what, like hand dance. It was weird. And then dancing on the field with the performer the weekend – and they had white mask on, and if it just was very, I thought it was a very strange performance on halftime. Not necessarily inclusive. I think that's what you got to have on a halftime show. You need a show that people of all ages can kind of go, oh yeah, I've heard that song. Daddy sang that song, or whatever. It's kind of uniting. And the songs here were good, but the performance itself was kind of strange. A guy got a great voice and uh, some great hits, and they're doing well in music, but the performance of it was rather odd and then uh, commercials but again normally we'd be talking about funny commercials and brands out there uh, the only new brand i remember on the commercials that was oatly and that was a kind of a strange commercial for no cow no milk uh, it's milk but no the cigar is burning the mic is open it's jimmy lakey in the morning all right, don't forget, JimmyLakey.com, all the interviews that you hear in the program, including the upcoming one I have with Dr. Tom Hecker for Medical Monday. All of them appear at JimmyLakey.com. So if you missed the show last week or you want to hear what was said last week on the program, with any of my fantastic guests on the program, you go to JimmyLakey.com, and you will find all those there. So never forget the, the website. Jimmy, it, it just JimmyLakey.com is all you have to do. J-I-M-M-Y-L-A-K-E-Y. JimmyLakey.com. That's the website for today's program, and you will find it there. Also, go to Facebook.com slash 600 kcol Question of the day about the Super Bowl. What were your takeaways, your observations? And Twitter is at 600kcol.com as well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, what was your favorite Super Bowl commercial? A lot of them I thought were very non-memorable. $5.5 million to have an ad on the, t on the, in the, uh, you know, it's been five and a half million dollars. On a, on a Super Bowl ad and uh, nobody's talking about any of them this morning. I think that's very, very, and I do mean very, very strange. I've tried to play some audio here for you. This is the story of a boy with scissors for hands. No, not that one. Edgar, you're going to be late. This one. My son, Edgar. And Edgar drove off into the sunset. But don't worry. He still makes it home in time for dinner. A 
occasionally. Yeah, a lot of folks talking to say, say they're talking about that one. I thought it was non-memorable. It was the Edward Scissorhands character. Uh, Winona Ryder uh, reprised the role there of the character. And it was a Cadillac commercial. Cadillac with a hands-free feature for Edward Scissorhands. Uh, so they're, they're, they, I guess if you like that kind of thing, uh, very well. Good for you. But I, I didn't find it just weird this morning to not be able to sit here and go, yeah, that was a great commercial. That's funny. Uh, there are some that I hated, absolutely positively hated. Now, I did mention, oh, by the way, did you see the person? And I asked my son and his friends, I said, who is that? And it's the person who was singing the um, America the Beautiful rendition. The, the, the artist is her, H-E-R. And none of the kids had ever heard of her. And I asked some other people, have you heard of her? But evidently her has a very good agent uh, because her performed the, yeah, her performed it. I, I don't know who it was. Uh, her, yeah, her performed the, <laughs> her performed the uh, America the Beautiful. And it was very strange. Tossing a beautiful, beautiful guitar solo like Jimi Hendrix style. I've got the audio of it here in just a moment, but it was just a very, very, very strange. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't get it. I, I didn't get it. Who was her? I don't know, but she's saying "America the Beautiful." Uh, yes, there was a. Yeah, I thought it was interesting when the the person ran on the field. The streaker were they streaking? I don't know what they were doing. They ran on the field, and um, it was is very very interesting. As a matter of fact, I've got the play by play of that. Uh, a fan ran onto the field, and the television didn't even show it. The television went to commercial. We're not going to show this kind of crap. But if you listen to the Westwood One audio feed on the radio, they actually got a second half a play-by-play television cutaway. But radio listeners were treated to this when the fan ran onto the field of the Super Bowl last night. Second down, 20, 5.03 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20, down the middle of the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1, and they converge on him at the goal line. He almost made it. Pull up your pants. Take off the bra and be a man. <laughs> and the players with hands on hips at the other end of the field are looking at him and shaking their head and saying, why, oh, why is this taking place in a Super Bowl? Uh, there you have it. That was the, <laughs> yeah, you didn't know anything happened on television. At all. There's a, they cut away the commercial. Uh, but uh, the radio guy, Kevin Harlan. <laughs> why, oh, why is this taking place at the Super Bowl? Everybody stand by. Don't forget, JimmyLakey.com is my website. All the audio and the interviews of the radio show appear there. And also, my friends, you can uh, stay tuned. Uh, Dr. Tom Hecker is coming up next. Uh, HeckerSportsMed.com. Medical Monday. We're going to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, you hear Patrick Mahomes is going to have to have surgery on his little tootsie. His toe? Yeah, we'll talk about that next. News Talk 600, KCOL. Why is it? Is surgery the only option? I've heard people have turf toe before. They just recover by rest and uh, relaxation. What? What? It's interesting that surgery is the option they're talking about with him. Well, the problem with, with NFL and a lot of other perspectives is is that, oh, well, we can't rest this guy. He has to be in his shoes. He has to go do all the things. 
he, he needs to do. But the issue is, if you don't stabilize that, he can't heal. But also, they ignore these very, very high-end modalities that are out there that are extremely effective at accelerating the ability of that tissue to recover. So there would be no reason why within a week or two weeks we wouldn't see substantial level of recovery if you employ some correct techniques with them. And this is what's unfortunate. So I, I, I'll use the Kevin Durant uh, uh, method, right? Orthopedic surgeons, and I don't want to knock orthopedic surgeons. It just so happens they tend to be part, a big part of the sports medicine crowd. But Kevin Durant steps out on the basketball court in the middle of the finals and ruptures his Achilles tendon, but he's cleared by the doctor and says, oh, everything should be fine. You know, Patrick Mahomes steps on a football field, says it's going to be all right. Now he's heading to a surgery as well. And so the problem is this lack of, of, hey, there's something more to do other than surgery, and we really don't know what to do until there's a big injury. And that's this big gap in sports medicine that's going on right now. I remember you talked about Andrew Luck, who retired early from the Indianapolis Colts because of uh, uh, just a chronic injury. And I remember you told me that uh, if he would have come to see you, if you could have gotten a hold of his agents, uh, he wouldn't have to have have retired. That's an injury you saw all the time. And there's non-surgical modalities out there, but no one seemingly in the NFL medical staff was telling him about those things. Well, what's interesting, what you have to understand, the economic value, right? There is no economic benefit to get Andrew Luck better in a, in, in a surgical world, right? Oh, we have a surgery to fix that, and they said that surgery was going to take them a year and a half. That's a procedure we do in our office all the time. Most of those people are better within six to eight weeks um, and, and back to a very high level. It's just this idea. We, we live in this world where we, we believe there's just one path and one path only. And if, you know, if it's a surgical path and if it's not a surgical path, ice and ace bandages are fine. And, oh, if that doesn't work anymore, then maybe we turn back to a surgical path. But there's this whole new world that's coming on with, in these modalities and this non-surgical uh, treatment. And it's, it's phenomenal. The, the stimulus is phenomenal. The success rates are much higher. The avoidance of surgery is fantastic. And this is what's being ignored. And I think, I think stuff like this and some of these young athletes, they're the ones that are probably stepping up and saying no. And I think that the opposite is, look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady has basically turned away from a lot of the traditional stuff. He's moved over into this whole new world of training and how he, he works out and how he recovers. Here he's at 43 years of age, and he beats the young gun, and he's healthier than the young guy on the field. And that's the old world and the new world coming together right there. Uh, so last night, as you were hearing about Patrick Mahomes getting surgery on a toe and the offensive line for Kansas City, the starting tackles were non-existent because of injuries. Uh, do you watch those football games screaming, going, come and see me, you don't have to have surgery, I'll get you back on the field? Are you uh, at times pulling your hair out during the game? It's a teeth-grinding moment, no doubt, because you know you can help them. You know you can stop a lot of what's going on. You know you can get these guys better. We do it all the time. And it is a bit frustrating that, that at that level, uh, access to these kinds of options is limited. Dr. Tom Hecker, Hecker Sports and Regenerative Medicine. Uh, Dr. Hecker, real quick, we got about 45 seconds here, but uh, you told me before that a lot of reasons they get surgeries is because the surgical teams are the sponsors of the team. In other words, you'll hear this broadcast brought to you by this surgical association or that, and therefore that's their team doctor. It's kind of a money-making thing. We get sponsorship, you get surgery. Correct, and that came from one of the surgeons of an NFL team. 
she asked me when I started, she goes, I get paid a lot more. I'll, I'll stick with the surgery. That was his exact quote. Dr. Tom Hecker, Medical Monday. HeckerSportsMed.com is his website. H-E-C-K-E-R. HeckerSportsMed.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.